Hold on, I'm not sure, man. I'm in the right. Roll, 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 roll. Hello there and welcome to the Gas Podcast. This is just someone that's uh, Alan Kennedy who was speaking in a moment. Suggested to me a while ago. And after a wee bit of discussion with Alan, we decided to maybe just let somebody in the video end of things uh, join on just for a different perspective. And we're probably just going to come on here. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe just try maybe once a month or maybe once every other month because we don't want to bore you too much. But... There's myself, Jared Gormley, I'm now a photographer. You have Alan Kennedy, he's also a photographer, and you've also got the one and only Mr. Simon Dobbins. That'll be me, I'm the boy with a weird looking microphone on the, for anybody that's watching on the yeah, podcast. You know, and he's actually got his hat on, so maybe over the course of the podcast and some time to come, he may take the hat off. The hat never comes off. Yeah. So, well, Kira might have something to say about that, as sometimes of the year. I probably will say. Take okay. the hat off. Yeah, all right. So, but as I said, my name's Jared Gormley. Uh, Simon, go for it, you know. Uh, my name is Simon Dobbins. I uh, I shoot video, as Jared said. Um, I've done a lot of weddings, although not for 2020. 2020, I think, weddings <laughs> have come to a complete standstill <laughs> for pretty much everybody. Um, but I shoot a lot of commercial as well, and I'm also a licensed drone pilot, so I do some drone work. Um, I'm here just to give a different perspective from these two guys who are solo photography although Jared you're jumping on there you yeah alright I am I you're breaking up a wee bit there I'm breaking up can you no you can't you're just breaking up a wee bit just if you want to edit that out okay um is your headphones it might be, I don't know but just just towards a wee bit uh, no, well, anyway, let's okay. know, we're just having some technical problems here. Te- technical, technical, technical. Well, I actually just, um, well, before we go on, I just think we should hear from Alan first, just before, and then I can talk about what I do then. This is the moment he's been Alan is very <laughs> nervous, by the way. I mean, he's absolutely bricking it here. As you can see, look, the, he's perspiring oh, and the gravy's rolling down at the top of his head. I'm not joking. <laughs> well, my name's Alan Kennedy. I'm, I'm a photographer. I've been hanging about with Jared now for about three years on and off doing photo shoots with him that's how we got to know each other that's always great crack by the way <laughs> hanging, hanging about sounds a weird way to put it <laughs> hanging about technically speaking <laughs> <laughs> photographing uh, so and I've been photographing now been a photographer now for maybe five six years so I have doing weddings family stuff started off as a hobby like most photographers do yeah. get bit by the bug and then someone comes along and offers to give you money for doing something yeah mm-hmm. uh, you feel slightly prostituted but it's great <laughs> at the same time you know tell me this here did whenever you started shooting weddings and getting under photography did getting paid for the job make it worse for you like there was more pressure uh, I think does it make it feel less like a hobby and more like a profession then? More serious, eh? Does it, I? Well, serious. I think, it, uh, I think uh, when, when I go to a wedding now, and obviously a wedding's paid work, um, the emphasis is getting the job done. But to be honest with you, I've been at a lot of weddings. For Well, I think I've been at a lot of weddings for myself, and 
have to be honest, anybody I've ever worked with, there's always been fun. Now, everybody at the same time is very conscientious that a bride and groom are paying you to be there and they want the best of what you can do. And 100% bar none, you know, everybody, including photos and video, always give their 100 and 110%. There's no ups or buts about it. There always has time for fun and reflection afterwards, you know. And to be fair, you know, uh, I would always... I'm like yourselves, I'm part of my own worst critic. And I will go through every single photo that I take at a wedding or at a photo shoot of any sort, whether it's commercial, family, weddings, anything at all. And I just think, well, how could I do that better? And I've always been an advocate that every day is a school day, and definitely it really is a school day. But in, in relation to... Um, the question, oh, Jesus, I'm, I'm definitely one for going off on a tangent, so apologies in advance. It does become more serious because it's serious for them. Although I, uh, 99% of weddings are fun. Uh, there are some where, you know, brides and grooms become very nervous, which is understandable. And that's just the way it is. But yes, it is serious because you are off in a professional service and ultimately we're all professionals here. So yes, it does become more serious, but at the same time, you know, some people have said to me, "Jeez, do you know what? I, that must be white pressure, white pressure." And it does, but I absolutely love it. I, I, mm. I always say, I would say, I almost thrive on it. Well, then that leads on the the question, the topic of the podcast, pretty neatly. Then, what, in your opinion, is the toughest part of shooting a wedding day? I think the toughest part for me, for me personally, is. Um, just trying to get, well, whether you're at the groom's house or the bride's house, just trying to get them relaxed and just for them to trust you. And I would have to say, again, 99 times out of 100, that most brides and grooms, you know, once they get to know you, they have a wee bit of crack. And it's just about wanting them to trust you and it's building that up. And I have 35 years retail experience and dealing with the public has been a, a great ground for me. Now, you do meet, you walk into some houses and either a bride or a groom, and they're absolutely breaking it, particularly grooms. Some of the brides are more freaking about their different things. Uh, on a practical level, they're worried about hair and everything's going on one at a time, whereas the men, let's be honest, men are just very, very, they're just men, and they just think, oh, fuck, what do I do? Uh, but, which is, a, that was a normal for men, but I, I find I can talk to anybody. Um, matter of fact I talk to myself a lot too so <laughs> for, but, for yeah. me it's not really about meeting the people or talking to people for me it's more just trying to find the time to do everything that needs done especially because for the vast majority of the time I shoot solo so for me the biggest thing is in the morning time when the bride we're trying to get the bride under the dress and still leaving enough time to get to the church to set up because the ceremony is the biggest thing for video know that we have all the audio yeah. gear we have the uh, priest or the servant yeah. the makeup we have all this audio stuff and my experience of videos as well is that i've never done second shooting which is really all i would be quite comfortable doing in video and getting if you have a second shooter then that would definitely take pressure off you because the second shooter's gone and when you arrive at the church everything is set up obviously you'll, you'll give her a, a once over just to be sure and it's the same thing in photography although most weddings well, say sixty percent, seventy percent of weddings do have two photographers at it, you know, and obviously it's just different angles and more photos for the couple. 
What about you, Alan? Are you feeling pressure in the morning? I have no. no. I'm. I must be the most relaxed. Yeah. Photographer is because I just go in and I just get on with it. You introduce yourself. You go in. You're not yourself. You just like you put a hat on in the morning. You're going out the door and you go. This is me. Go on. You do it. You enjoy it. The more you enjoy it, better pictures bride and groom's going to get. Yeah. Because you're enjoying yourself too. We should also point out for the listeners in the background that would be George washing machine. Just because I noticed the washing machine. It's not a dishwasher, by the way. It's not a washing machine. Is it? Is your audio better now? It's definitely better, but I'm much louder than what I was. What about now? I'm I'm still very loud. Too loud? Yeah. What about now? Yeah, that's better for me now, yeah. Good man, thank you. Sorry, folks. I actually whacked. Well, we'll try and cut that part out then, will we? Possibly, (laughs) yes, you know. So we'll pick up from... um, Just for the record, as a dishwasher. Can we turn it off? No. No. Right, so, short technical difficulty, the first uh, nine minutes of recording. We might have have noticed a dishwasher in the background. Anyway, we'll just uh, pretend like that never happened. Anyway, getting back to... Aye, so, mornings. We were talking about Alan and his super laid-back morning. I do a lot of second shooting where the pressure's mainly on the, the main photographer, so you just go on and you just relax. And even if when you're bribing your grooms in the morning, they're real nervous, like you just try your best to relax them. And then the more relaxed they are, they are the more relaxed you are, the more fun it is for the both of you. Well, Alan, probably, um, yeah, I know you're very nervous here, but okay. I can assure anybody here, if you see Alan's photos of weddings, they're very, very natural and candid, and like ourselves, he's his own worst critic, but yeah. if you go and look at his photos, you can tell that all couples I've seen are relaxed. So, yeah. you know. Very. I know from work, I'm these two lads. We're all, well, I think we're all easy to get on with. We do enjoy a bit of crack, but we are very, very critical. And we always want to get the best images uh, for the photographers and video for the photographer here. And it's just conscientious, just of getting as high a quality and as good an image as we can. So the most difficult part I find would be after dinner, that long pause between dinner and my legs sort of good, don't they? Because you're just <laughs> go 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 all day long. You're always on the lookout for something, and then everything just stops. Like, yeah, you, you almost find yourself what do I do with myself now? Well, that is of course if you know. I know there's sometimes uh, some of the packages they just pay up to the call for dinner. So yeah. uh, and that seems to be more and more the the done thing now you know and that you're just up there covered on her and you're not, you you miss the speeches and dancing and you just go home I love the dancing but do you? I do well I'm usually in the middle of it myself so I've never actually been to a wedding with you but I've been to a wedding with same with here I can confirm Jared is some dancer <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is we have we, we, Sam and I we, we haven't held hands yet you know during the bit of dancing but uh, there, there, maybe, there's maybe always 2021 you know 2021's right here <laughs> 
the uh, the other good thing I was going to bring up then is the dynamic between videographers and photographers on the day. I was just going to say. What are you, you just going to say? Uh, you know. How that you're messing up her from the amazing dancing that we do? Yeah. Well, funny actually. Too, and and recently I was just doing a wee bit of video for myself there at a workshop and I. I pointed out to me with Simon you know about uh, did he notice the flash and I never noticed the flash before uh, until he pointed it out to me and now I seem to notice it all the time and if I'm being honest I probably would be more conscientious uh, towards photographers and maybe just say look I'll do this and then I'll hold back and you can do that you know we're talking about flash right, uh, camera flash leads, uh, yeah. um, but there is good there is good dynamic I have always found uh, I've always had a good relationship with most uh, photographers um, it does help when you know the video when you know the photographer like we have a good relationship me and you now if we ever should have wedding we're going to know each other we're going to know how each other yeah. operates we've also shot under the same umbrella of the company so yeah. we're, we're good at working around so even if it was my separate book wedding your separate book wedding if we were together we would know how each other should absolutely yeah, I mean. so it's the relationship you got to set off from the beginning on the right foot sometimes the photographers or the videographers they never talk during the day and no. then they're shoulder to shoulder you're always in each other's shot it's always about communication do you know I've only experienced once where uh, photographers sat at a different table is that right? Uh, yeah I had that experience once um, there was two of us two of them I'm not going to give any names but um, it was names, 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 no. names <laughs> it was do you know there was nice enough and we had a good working relationship but there wasn't that interaction. Um, it was just, it was just strange. And you know, the four of us actually were staying to the end of the dancing, and it creates a wee bit of a weird dynamic because it does make yeah. it a wee bit them and us. It does, especially during the wedding day. Like. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, we just sent over and just look last where we on because the value guests always have to stay longer than us. Uh, so we just mm-hmm. just wished well, them all the best, shook our hands, and says thanks very much for a good day. And, there was no animosity, but you know, I found it really, really strange that they so we we were sitting down first, and the sort of dumb thing is that oh, they're sitting there. Will join them, mm-hmm. and they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're sitting well, sort of sniffing the punch and thing, and they got a restaurant. But you know, you actually do sit there and you think, Jesus, did, did we say something or did we do something? That's happened to me one time. I was. I can't remember where it was. It was a good bit away. It was like a two and a half hour drive. And I didn't know the location. So it wasn't like during the dinner I could go out and like grab something from a shop nearby that I was familiar with. So I went into the restaurant and I was given the dinner basically that the bridal party were given. You know, they were giving like dinners. But there was two photographers and one videographer. And the two photographers, I, I sat on the table first. It was the most awkward moment in my life. I sat on the table first. I with three seats and the two <laughs> photographers then went to a different table and sat <gasps> and left me on a table of three by myself and I was like excuse my friend did you there. actually join them then or not no I sat there they chose not to sit beside me so it was like well they obviously don't want to have anything to do with me then assholes that was uh, I just think that's just bad manners it is bad manners it's yeah. awful but I I have now like there, I have a, a bad book like they're down on my list so if I see because whenever I book a couple they get this big fucking massive question here like Um. and it says who's the photographer and if I see the photographer I'll just say to them I've had a bad experience with him before just to let you know like they'd be like oh well that's alright but I'm I'm not shy about it like no well at the end of the day you want to whoever you're working with you want to get on with them Mm. 
There was no, there's no, there's no need for it. Like if it's, if it was just an accidental thing, like, but you could clearly tell they were like, no, we're we're not sitting there. We don't want anything to do with you. Like, you're better like, than you. That's what uh, I there was maybe a wee bit of snootiness about it. Like, oh, I, I see. That's just like doing some bad manners on my part. You know what I mean? But I understand where you're coming from. You know when they just, you know, you reached out and hey, fuck it, they didn't bother. Like so. Do you reach out? So here's another question that I do this with photographers. Before the actual day, if you know the videographer or the photographer, do you reach out beforehand and say, I'm shooting that wedding too? Where are you taking them for photos or what are you doing? Have you a plan in place? Uh, as yet, I haven't done enough weddings <laughs> on my own no. to do that. Yeah. You know, uh, apart from, I know, I know uh, other than two weddings, or I knew the photographers were going to be, but to be honest with you, at the locations we were at, we both knew where we were going to go anyway, and that was it. Oh, what about so, you? Do you ever, you never reach out? No. I've never done that. No, I've never done that. But um, it's a good point, but yeah. Because sometimes, like, depending on who the videographer is or who the photographer is, they have like sad ideas of what they want to do, where they want to go, and it might be nowhere near what the other person was thinking. Well, funny, a strange So then it's who, well, it's always because it's tradition, photographers always seem to get their way, like. Oh, what's wrong? I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> the tides are changing. <laughs> oh, here we uh, well, you know, uh, Oh, here it goes. Oh, that's not a. <laughs> <laughs> that's not oh, that was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> no, but that's actually strange because, I mean, I, I, I would seldom see a lot of photographers other than a social thing, obviously, but um, I do have a reasonably good chats with photographers but uh, I mean I know that <laughs> some photographers definitely do talk about photographers <laughs> I'm not quite sure that photographers do talk about photographers uh, of course they do like, but and it's my natural but of course it is photographers talk about photographers and photographers talk about photographers but yeah. it's just like a weird although I have to be honest I mean I haven't in the very odd time you know I mean I've just heard people not saying I get on but 99% again most people get on with each other and I find that good. I yeah. do. I've so, heard some crazy horror stories like... I haven't had a horror story yet. No, I can't, I mean, I can't, yeah. I can't no. complain. Like, I haven't had a horror story yet. I get on with mostly everybody. Mm. And if they didn't want to get on to me, on with me, that's fine. Let them get on with it. <laughs> do you try to take more control over the day then when you're with videographers? Like, will you... Do the posing and do everything else, and just I would down. do the posing, yeah. But I also give them the chance they do their stuff. Now, what do you prefer? Do you prefer they step on along with you and say, "Can you try this? Can you do that?" Or do you prefer them to keep quiet, stay back, and just shoot what you're posing? Not at all. So you let them do, as I say, let them do their piece as well. If they if they suggest some different pose, hundred percent. Well, how do you feel about them? Do you get then stealing your poses like if they, if they record something that you specifically set up or lit and then all of a sudden they jump on and take it and they put it on Instagram or something well that's ballpark and part of it where you like you're taking some other shots maybe a, I must well. say uh, uh, there's no set pattern for me I mean we just I say look let's let's do this hmm. um, so if you want me to step your way out of the way and vice versa you know what, how do you find it when you're asking the question here when, how do you find that I mean do you actually find that you follow the lead from a photographer or do you like to do your own thing or have you got like certain poses because I know the last question I was at oh, yeah. there was a photographer there and I had the gospels you know 
I stepped on beside him because I seen the shot that I hadn't got, and it came out very well. And I thought, okay, but and he was perfectly okay with it too. Right. It purely depends on the couple. Like some couples will ask, depending on how they feel about video, they'll say if they're looking for one of those cinematic highlights, and it's all going to be quite posy and like that kind of way. And I'm going to want to do my own. So I'll say the photographer, look, just you fire away. I need ten minutes when you're done. That's happy days. If he's doing something really cool and they're doing smoke bombs or whatever, I'll say, look, do you mind if I jump on and shoot as well? Nine out of ten times, it's fine. As you say, I fire mm-hmm. away. But if the couple is more, no, we just kind of want this documentary feel, laid back approach, then normally I don't pose them at all. And I get enough mm-hmm. candid shots from them that I can basically make the entire film without posing them at all. It's changing I actually say that because I do classify myself as more of a documentary type film. Uh, and I just I just tell couples, look, I'm there just to record the day and stills and that's it. The the last wedding I shot was um, a same-sex couple, two girls. Best wedding I've ever shot. They had no photographer. They just said, we don't mind. Just that's down. sacrilegious. Eh? It is sacrilegious. They says, look, now, funny enough, I've two cancelled weddings for this year that are pushed to next year, and they also don't have photographers, which is weird. Well, could you put a wee word on for us? Put a wee word. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or even just send, send them in over and I'll give them a call. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and the only reason I'm saying that is because it was literally documentary the whole day. Like, they had no posing, no nothing. They literally just went about their day as if they were hanging around with their friends. And it was class because you're all just sit in the background and capture it as it happened. Whereas, oh, that's cool. Though, yeah. there, there is a lot of people who say, I'm documentary this, documentary that. And then the next thing you know, they're standing outside the church for 25 miles getting poses and veils are getting thrown everywhere and all this carry on. Yeah. But like, it was just literally the only wedding where I was able to literally never speak to them the whole day and just sit in the background captured as it happened and well, it was class in I, February this year just I excuse me I, I had I was at a wedding with an guy and the bride actually says this look no family photos just documentary uh, all day and I to be honest with you, we literally had not got one family photo or there was a couple of pose shots that was just we wouldn't even call them pose just some standing outside the church you know with the parents and that but that was they were literally like swinging around but no there was no setups at all not one I love but I love them types of photos but the photos mm, they were brilliant I love photos where the couples aren't sitting side by side looking at the camera I love photos when it's just the bride drinking a pint and Mm, the fella I I love them styles of photos yeah I love my documentary story, but I also still love my arty images. Mm. I always need to get that wee sort of epic know. image, don't we? See, it depends. Like, like a lot of brides too are booking you on what they see, and a lot of stuff that photographers and videographers put on their Instagram or their websites, they're posed arty images. So you're getting booked on basically the quality of your previous weddings. So it's it's then difficult for a couple to come up to you and say, uh, based on your portfolio. I want to book you and then yeah. say, but I want it all documentary, don't do anything. And you're like, well, just so you know, the photos that you've seen aren't documentary photos. They're mm-hmm. like nice stage photos with a smoke bomb or something. Yeah. So then do you never feel the pressure of like, oh, I can't deliver what they asked for? Not at all. I know my documentary style stuff's just as good as my post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it is. Have you but ever had... It's your, but laying back and just seeing the shot, 
getting the light. Have you ever had a bride or a groom or anybody come back and say, I'm not overly happy, I've got to be honest? No, and I hope I never do. Yep, yep. I have chatted to a um, couple of lads and they've had some problems. I suppose we're all, we're all on them Facebook groups and things and you do see guys and girls who've had some problems, but by and large, you know, um, most people's okay. Is that something that you think that you're weaning out during the booking process or is it just pure luck? Well, it's, it's I would usually, um, I have a very, very simple contract and, you know, I would just go through and just a couple of wee bits of it just so you know. Are you likely to book any, what I'm trying to get at here is, are you likely to book any couple that want you? Or do you have a, like a... I don't know, if you know, it's free, that's cool. Right. I mean, it's not, well, well, far be it for me to judge anybody, you know I mean? We'll do a quick pause and we'll reset the camera. Yeah, we'll reset the camera. Yeah. Oh, right, and we're back, and you'll notice for uh, all the eagle-eyed videographers who might be watching with continuity, we've got coffees. Yes, some coffee. Uh-huh. We had to do a, a camera reset because we're we're shooting on Sony's, and they've only got thirty minute yeah thirty minute timer. Not like Mister Cannon over here; he's not allowed to use his camera. I don't know if the other cameras can pick this up. Yeah, we do have a Canon shooter in the room. Yeah, they're becoming less and less. You know, what I mean, they're a dying breed. Yeah, does that become more popular? They are more popular now than the Sony. You know what? I just remembered as oh, well. Okay. That's, not, that's a bit for an hour. <laughs> you'll you'll hear this back in the edit. Alan doesn't have headphones, so he can't hear it now. But Jared, I actually preloaded some audio on the list that I was supposed to help fade in the background, and I completely forgot just until now. Oh really? What's not such as? So we were just supposed to have nice oh, music. Back I'm fall asleep here. You know, actually, have you ever had a wee snooze? Uh, like at the meal time or whatever, at a wedding? No, you see, no. we have this all the time. You sleep all the time. <laughs> you can just power out like that. No one else can power nap the way Jared powers. You know, just, just, uh, it happens on case. Just, just, oh, my needs a few minutes, you know. Right. Because that's good. On the Holy Communion, my son's Holy Communion, you've done the photos. And yeah. I was like, did we keep you waiting long? And you were like, no, I had to be sleep in the car there. It was class. Oh, it took us 10 minutes to get here. <laughs> so you sleep during the day. I, away, I, just, I don't really sleep that well at night. You know, I know enough now to rest, okay, but just a power nap. I'm, hey, you'd be surprised the number of people who are prone to have a power nap. Right. And well, as I say, um, my girlfriend and I weren't actually going like that long. And I had to go and see a friend of mine who's in up in the council unit in Belfast and I had a long day and I was out late the night before but right there old past Claudia and I said hang on I need to sleep and she looked at me as if I had two heads what do you mean I rolled the seat back and soon I started snoring just just, just, just like you know just this, this is during a drive to somewhere it's not like you got there no 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 no. Bad way well, just, just around, I felt I did actually feel it but drowsy I thought well I don't know what they say if you're drowsy pull over and she timed me for six minutes and she's still sitting there just beside you not I, just like, and we're not actually seeing it's not that long so, <laughs> and, and she's she still thought, here she's thought jeez what's going on with this boy <laughs> and she timed me six minutes she said to me she said you know you want to sleep still away and that's incredible I, I so, anyway that was an hour so you burn up Oh, you're not I enjoy me sneezing so far, do but you don't. I'm not as far as <laughs> not just uh, during a paid wedding. No. <laughs> we don't sneak off and all sleeps. No, it's just just you know, get a wee five minutes here, a five minutes there. Yeah, the couple waiting on him now. He's like, hold on, guys, just need a wee ten minutes here, just. Um, I forget what we were before we caught the reset. 
I was throwing you on for a question. I asked you a question. Do you remember what it was? I forget now. I don't, I don't know. Either having a ball or something. So it's up to yourself. Like, you know. I can't remember. I, I think it was like a sincere, serious question. And now we've just messed it up. No. Oh, that's... You know what we were talking about? We were talking about... What you're looking around. you like... You're sitting there and you're We're trying to work this out. It's the first one. All right. You know what we were talking about? We were talking about... Uh, People who I know that screen clients before they book them. Yes. No. Well, no, I, I was going to say something. I, to be honest, for anybody to ask me to be a part of a wedding, I feel absolutely profit. Right. I mean, yeah. to me, and then, of course, they want to give you money for it. Right. That's, even great. That's even better. Right. But, you know, for somebody actually put their trust in me to take photos, and I was always say just, you know, create memories and capture moments for them. I, I just think, you know, there's no bigger compliment you could ever pay anybody. Well, for me, you know, as a photographer, mm. would you do my wedding photos? And a photo as, Thank a, you. Mem- as a memory. It's yeah. a memory that will last forever. Mm. And, and you know, when we're actually talking about that, I always find, you know, when, um, you know, we're talking about the pose stuff, you know, but whereas the candidate and documentary type of stuff is, I, that's the photos they always remember, you know, too. You know, and there's you know, some very funny ones in the morning when they're picking the ladies in with their rollers on, and there's no makeup on. It's just it's just absolute chaos. These guys know what I'm on about, and you, you get some really really funny photos at that stage. Equally, you get some uh, some uh, bad words said at you for oh, taking right. those photos. It's whenever they're all sitting around the breakfast table in the morning, where they're like bacon baps or something. Uh, they're or like, sausage even better. Take a fucking photo of me. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten tons or the other one is when they're talking they're like they see my camera and they're like there's no audio on this is there can you? I'm like I am recording everything you say and they're like Jesus get away get away <laughs> they're there slagging off Auntie Anne or whatever uh, so no but I, I think that that's a wee bit um, it's in bad taste they, they screen clients and be like Oh, you're almost putting yourself up on like this mad pedestal being like I'm too good to show your wedding never you're no, like I said, I mean, I just find a profit. So somebody wants me to capture their day. Exactly. Jesus, thanks very much. You know, and I would always even tell them, I don't think, oh, thanks very much. Really appreciate that. And, and you're paying me? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, you know, but that's very important. You do get paid, me. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, let's go a bit more on the business. Do you, I take it, use and having your contract, you always get paid well before the wedding? Because yeah. I've been caught out before where I've been like left at too late. And it's like, it's during the day of the wedding you're like you're still not paid and then you have to approach them afterwards well you always have a deposit or I actually call it a booking fee and um, I call it a booking fee as well I yeah think. did so you hear that because in case of like people claiming deposits yeah, back uh, so it is a booking fee uh, so um, no don't get me wrong the COVID thing is completely different that's out of uh, everybody's hands but you have the the booking fee and there's a few times where people have just said they're just locked in mind of a pay in the day that's fair enough. I'm alright, but uh, most people uh, um, it's contracts. But it's a month before, and most people pay it a month before. But um, it's not much to pay in the day, and that's fine. Yeah, just go along, you know. And but sometimes, but I've never delivered images without, without being paid in full. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you photographers have said fairly well known photographers would have said they done that, and and they took a couple turn around and say that they're not happy with the images, then they lose the final payment. No, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't blur anything. I said, look, I need, I need paid, you know, where else can we just give them, maybe give them 10 or 20 damages. Look, this is a, that's our week quite highly. If you get paid beforehand, just takes yeah. that awkwardness out of 
asking for the money. Uh, no, yeah, for me, they're, they're a whole me, awkward thing because, like, here's the, the thing: right? a problem. It, it is a business. Like, yeah. I, it's a wedding and it's their day and all this carry on, right? But it's a, it's a business. The hotel never has any qualms about asking for money. Hmm. The cars, the cake, hair, the makeup, everybody gets paid. Uh, but why does why is there this awkward feeling of like, I have, when's the best time to ask him for money or whatever? Because they've that much. If they say I'm paying you on the day, they've that much going through their head. The first thing when they see you walking on, that's not. Oh, I need to pay him. So normally yeah. you have to approach them on the day and be like, just a reminder, I haven't been paid yet. Uh, I haven't done that yet. I don't yeah. want to have to do it. You know, but no. Because yeah. I, I've had one. Uh, well, I'm not even. Well, maybe I shouldn't say because something is ever here. But no, don't be mentioning no, names. No, no, no names. But say. like, I've had. Times where like it was speeches, and like I still hadn't been paid yet. I was like, I have a second that's leaving after dinner, and I didn't have the cash in hand to pay them. I was like, I kind of thought I'll use that money to pay him. And I was like, yeah. end of me second, I just PayPal you because I don't have no cash on me right now. <laughs> and when's the best time? Like if the bride and groom's run around for speeches. Oh dear, right? No. Uh, no, I've that's why you God. always. That's why I. You need. should always ask for your money before. Right. Yeah. That's why have I it in your contract because it just takes that awkwardness out of the situation. Mm. Yeah, but even you know, I mean, I know there was one where I was at in the case. Look, can I give you the money today? And she did. I said, look, will you just remind me because I won't have it for you in the morning. And I went down. And I said, look, she said to me, I do here. That's grand because it's sort of my way now. And actually, she was quite. Content. That was a good way about it. Uh, she was quite content because it's not was another thing for her not to worry about. So no, but you see, that's why that was the first and last time I ever got paid in the day, and now I just always say to them, "Oh, it's a whole hassle for you, and it's a hassle for me. I need paid before." So, and the only reason I took it was getting paid on the day is because I was booked a week before the date. They did said, "Oh, I don't want a videographer," and then all of a sudden I, was, I want a videographer now. And I was like, "Well, it's a week away. Just pay me on the day." <laughs> So it was the first and last time that's ever happened. Yeah. Well, I must say, we were just chatting about weddings, you know, but I think that's part and parcel of weddings. And it's a big part, actually. Um, but but you would never do that in commercial, because I should a lot of commercial work. Mm. Never in your life would you say, I'll I won't pay, pay it on the day. Like, you would say, no, I want my down payment now, and then the rest is on deliver. Yeah. That's it. I suppose it's just a different type of animal, for want of a better word. Well, do hotels do that? I can't even remember my wedding. When did you have to pay the final balance in the whole day? I think it's certainly before the day, you know. Because they're not going to allow you to come up and then feed everybody yeah. and then say, oh, by the way, you owe for that. <laughs> no, that's not no. going to happen. Um, you have a lot of hungry guests. No. So. There you are. So that's our topic covered. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, what else are we chatting about here now? So, Simon, you're doing most of the talking here and I've. Oh, thank God. Thank here. God. Thank God. Thank you God. You <laughs> You just talk about me whole book here. Open, open your book and <laughs> pick out a note there. These police boys slag me off about talking too much. You a question now? Oh, you're going to. Oh, oh, can you we get a drum roll? Can we? Oh, come on, oh, hang on. What about that? What about that? Pick a button. I forget which one it was. This one. No, no, that's this, this, this attack. Oh, no, no, no. All right. Anyway, move on. I'll put that on post. We haven't got a drum roll. That? Oh, there's a drum. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Drum roll. Okay. Boom, boom. So, what got you into your photography? Right. This is a real. <laughs> this. This is a. 
It's the most commonly asked for both photographers and video, and it always has a really boring answer. And nine out of ten times, it's the same answer that everybody else has. It was a hobby. I did it as a hobby. And um, I used to be just for family. I used to just do family videos. And I would put them on YouTube. And you, did you start off photography first? No, no. So, uh, like, photography is a, a, a wee bit of a hobby for me. I don't do photography professionally yet. <laughs> just, just throwing that on there. Yet. <laughs> Jerry can move on the video. I can move on the photography. But, um, so it started off, and we would make these wee family videos, and I put them on YouTube. And then there was a company in England, and they're called The Dad Network. And they got in touch, and I can't remember what happened, but they were basically like, look, we're a family sort of YouTube channel. We want you to make content for us. Yeah. So I says, happy days. So it started off where they used to get these ad campaigns from Canon, but it wasn't cameras. It was for their printer series. So they would like send me out like free printer and stuff and be mm. like, can you make a wee advert or whatever and try and make it family friendly. So I would include the kids and Kira and just do stupid stuff. And then it just went from there. So then I made more from us. And to get on the weddings, fast forwarding, it was um, a friend. A friend says, you shoot my wedding? And I was like, oh, fuck, I don't shoot weddings. <laughs> and he was like, please, like, you know, you have a camera. You may as well shoot my wedding. I was like, oh, fuck, right, here we go. So shot the wedding, and uh, it turned out pretty good. I mean, it was my first ever wedding. Like, it wasn't obviously the quality they, they are now, but it was pretty good. And then they put it up on their Facebook, and everybody was like, this is class. Who did that for you? And mm. he was like, fucking Simon and then I had three more people reach out and go you should ours too and I was like I don't really I don't do it like and they were like well I'll give you a few pounds for it I was like alright happy days <laughs> so then I did that and I literally just snowballed it was like every time they would put it up because I was only charging a couple hundred quid like um, and at people were time. like I at the time and then they were like oh, I'll do this and I'll do this do this and then can just, we just clarify that it's a bit more than that now yeah I don't don't <laughs> <laughs> Don't contact phone by Simon looking for a couple hundred pound wedding phone. And, uh, and then it, it literally snowballed. And then um, commercial ways, I was, I kind of was doing that first. And it was because through the dad network, like. Um, and then what happened then was a friend of mine worked for the council. Or a friend of mine's wife worked for um, some sort of council or a division of the council. And they were getting the video done. They says, look, you shoot videos. Would you do this for us? Yeah. And um, I don't know if I should be saying this. I'm not, I'll say it online because I don't care. But uh, <laughs> so they were like, throw throw on the bud for this job. Like, and I said, no bother. So I threw on the bud and uh, got the job. And that was it. That was like my first big commercial shoot. Like, yeah. And then it was just a case of somebody's seen that video and says, who did that for you? And they says, phone by Simon. And I was like, all right, so now I'm going to have to separate the names. So I was blending commercial and weddings under the same name. Yeah. So then what I did was I had to come up with independent productions for commercial, followed by Simon's for a wedding. You were talking about your funny videos. On your Instagram, I watched your Dream Cheaters. Oh, jeez. Oh, that was a Netflix oh, special. Oh, it was a screen. Have you seen it yet? I there? don't think I've seen that one. Dream Cheat. It was a mockumentary. It was like the coronavirus during the first lockdown and... There's another virus spreading through the public, and it was basically. For anybody. If you haven't seen it yet, go on to Simon's Instagram and watch it because it is hilarious. For anybody out there who doesn't follow on Instagram, I have been following for quite some time on Instagram. And really, the star of the show is his wife, Kira, and the Wayne's. Kira gets a very hard time, I gotta be honest. She gets absolute 
dogs to be with some of your hopefully you're listening to this like you know you might be the only one listening to it but, anyway, but, uh, <laughs> but I mean uh, Kieran Ursula <laughs> yeah uh, you know just but no that's I, I do feel for you like you know you, you do play a big part so thank you thank you for being who you are no caveat <laughs> right she knows you her she, she's in on it like she is in on it and it might all seem like it's me taking a hand out here but 99.9% of the time it's like a pre-planned thing it's not like I'm just really it's not it's not real abuse like it's pretend abuse oh, right, so okay. she's normally in there I'm just giving away my stories now she's normally in on the trick like she's, okay. she's a good sport I will say she's a good sport she is she's a good sport right she says, well, well you're asked, I'll ask you the question hey, what got you on the photography I always loved my art. I dropped out of college, second year A levels. Oh dear! And it was the best thing you ever done. It was because I wouldn't be here now if I didn't. And once I had the kids, I got the DLSR. I've always struggled to get low light images for them, so that so I just. Just uh, the, for, the, the photography audience might just pick up on the fact that you said DLSR. Yeah, I did actually. You hear did, yeah. We were going to let it slip there. I don't like this. He was on a roll there, so I'll leave him alone, leave him alone you know. <laughs> Cut him down. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, how do you know it wasn't a DLSR? Well, I've never heard of a digital lightroom. <laughs> I'll well, leave it at that. Yeah. Anyway, just struggling taking pictures for the kids, and I just there was an advertisement for a local camera group, so I went along one evening and it just snowballed from there. Where was that? Like a community thing or like a tech run thing? Um, it was like in a YMCA. Oh, so when you're on now? Well, we've split off since then. Right. Okay. So it is, but yep, most of the members from that are still around in this club. So, so we've just no. I was looking at your work; like it's really good. So, did you learn like all your Photoshop skills there as well, or did you already have a good base of graphic design and stuff? No, I learned my Photoshop skills from from taking crap pictures. Trial and error. Trial and error. It's the only way. Yeah. See, Photoshop's a really scary program for me as a photographer. Like, but it's Photoshop probably like it's not scary. It's it's, it's just there's so much in it. Mm. And you can so much you can do with it. I find Photoshop you have a lot more creative control over your images, which I like in an arty way because you see what I like about I don't know if you can do this in Photoshop, but what I like about video editors is you can choose in your menus they like only have on display what you use. You know, like you can like your menus can be really simple. Just if you only ever need six things, then you have six things on your menu. Whereas Photoshop just seems to have every panel open like constantly. Yeah, but that's one of the problems that a lot of people see with Photoshop. Because let's be honest, to do one thing, there's probably forty, fifty, maybe a hundred different ways to do the one thing. Mm. And I think it's like everything else. You know, I mean, you might be able to do one day fifty, but when you get to fifty one, you go, oh Jesus. Why did I, how did I not know how to do that? <laughs> but that's the one for you, and that's just that's what Photoshop is, you know. So my old laptop couldn't handle Photoshop to start off with. Yeah. I'm so glad it didn't because I learned Lightroom. It made me learn Lightroom inside out before I got it. Before I upgraded to the Mac, and then once I was able to use Photoshop, have a, have a computer that 
could handle Photoshop. It was just because I knew Lightroom already, it was just so much easier taking it into Photoshop then. And How long did it take you to get fluent in Photoshop? If you had the six get, months to a year. Is that right, that long? That's, well, a, that's uh, a long it's time. It's just a matter of knowing what you want to do right. and sitting down. As this is what I did. I sat down with YouTube on my phone. Your new played, best friend? Played and paused the videos, mm. whatever I wanted to do. How long did it take you to develop that? You have like a unique sort of, I want to say moody sort of style. <laughs> Dark and moody. How long did it take you to develop that? Were you always that way? Or it's very nice, but we aren't really It is, it is very nice. Yeah. I always used to beat myself up over being dark and moody. Is that right? Yeah. See, it's my favourite. Like, all my stuff is either black and white or dark and moody. People are like, oh, I like it airy-fairy. I'm like, no. I love air, light and airy images, so I do, but I'm always drawn to a dark side. <laughs> the dark side <laughs> of an image. <laughs> well, that's where we'll insert the Star Wars theme. Yeah. <laughs> So funny, that brings us to our topic. I mean, I don't know how we're doing here, but yeah, I don't use Lightroom. <gasps> Shut up. Sure. You know, whereas I, I'm a camera raw fan. I, I bring stuff on the bridge, on the camera raw, and any Photoshop. Although, I have to be honest, seldom do I use Photoshop now. Do you know the difference between Lightroom and Bridge? No, it's just it's all in one. Uh, yeah, Lightroom's uh, all in one. Uh, I know it is. Uh, so so it is, um, it's got your catalogs. But I, I find myself now trying to get the. Well, just and get everything on camera and then really a lot of the times you just don't have to go to Photoshop because Camera Raw is kind of you can't get into Photoshop without going through Camera Raw that's the way I don't know if I have it set up weird on my computer but when you open a raw image it goes automatically to Camera Raw first no not in Lightroom no in Lightroom it opens up a raw image no not Lightroom Photoshop Uh, like if I open up a raw image on my computer for my camera it'll bring me to Camera well, I think that's, and then it that's says at the bottom, open up on Photoshop. But if you import into Lightroom, on your Lightroom guy, I'm, I'm assuming yeah. anytime I've, well, in the auto case, I've used Lightroom, you import stuff to Lightroom first and then you can edit on Photoshop from so Lightroom. Lightroom's direct. more or less bridge and mm. camera all in one. Yeah, can, you, exactly what can you edit in Lightroom yeah. like you would in Photoshop or is there just things you just can't do? There yeah. is things you can't do. It's Lightroom's a bit, bit more restrictive. So is, is that like in terms of like composite images changing things, making things disappear, things like that? Or you can do things like that in Lightroom, but it's just not as well as you can no. do it in Photoshop. Technically, composites are definitely for Photoshop. For those who we're, we're talking about here changing images, as photographers, we... Was that my stomach or your stomach? Was that your stomach? Because of my headphones, I didn't know who it came from. I was like, I just thought that came up on that day. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, Jesus, okay. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, God. That was good. Very good job. That was really impressive. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what we were talking about now. It was. <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, we were chatting about it. You were going to say for photographers or something. Oh, about yeah, changing yeah, images. Yeah. Yeah. Images yeah. yeah. don't have to be changed, but me being a bit more artistic, I like to work with colours. I create an image like a painting sometimes. I can spend two, three hours in an image. 
easily, and it's just it's not it's just they play about with it. They yeah. create that mean and moody look. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I do get that. I mean, I've done it myself many times, you know. But and plus, it continues Photoshop and saying your own circles. Ah, without a doubt. I mean, that was yeah. To I can't really do that with video. Like when you shoot video, unless you're using some sort of <coughs> weird special effects, it is how it is, pretty much. All yeah. even changing the color, but with photos. As photographers, then how do you feel about? Because sometimes I see a photo, like on Instagram or something, and then you see the before and it, the photo well, that they take doesn't look yeah. anything remotely like the image they're showing well, people. I think we are blessed because we have raw images. But when does it start becoming photography and not just becoming a made-up image? Like because it's completely different, different skies, well, different backgrounds. Crea- it is a creative understanding, you know. It is creative, as you can do in the video stuff, you know. But the one thing that I really do, thank God for uh, Raw, is for white balance. I'm not sure it was, there was no way in there last year, and um, I don't mean I was talking, but I think it was Tom, and it might have been Liam, I'm not sure if it was you or not, you know, but um, the two of them spent quite a bit of time sort of getting uh, the white balance for right. the video. And just as they're about to just a bright and crimp, they changed the coral lights. Oh, <laughs> and they just looked at each other. And they thought, oh my God. I just, I didn't even look at them. Just, just, I, just, I moved out of the way. And just that, but There's you just see the desperation. Oh my God. Why can you not change your white balance and post? Not unless you shoot raw, but very few cameras shoot raw. Video. Raw video. It's as a big S-log. Do you just not shoot S-log? It's not the same. Uh, you have to shoot raw video in order to change ISO or white balance and post. But if you shoot S log, it all you can do all it does is flatten the colours. So you can change the colours, but you can't physically change the white balance of the colours. Right. right. So you have to get the white balance and it has right. to be right on And the worst place for that is receptions. You know when they have those LED lights um, around the roof and stuff? That's just horrible. I don't they don't look nice on photos or video. I don't know why venues put those lights on, those LED lights. For me, I remember one time, was that the actual the one we were saying? Because they were really good about it. And in fairness, they always are over the Everglades and they had these nights are like blue fluorescent lights and you know, it was like a scene from Star Wars, you know, and all the Jabba the Hutt and things, you know. And I went over again, just looking at the lights, the, the normal white. Right. Just need to check the braid. And I explained it about white. He says, no problem at all. Mm. But uh, for anybody that ever did, you know that you go out to the wee side part and you look back in. Of course, I went back on the guy. I said, can you watch him back to blue again? And he says, get lost. You're taking the hand of me. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> he says, what are you, why? So I put him outside and then I showed him. And he, you see what they did? Oh, they, were really, they were great about it. Um, but he just shook his head. He, he really does think I was taking the hand. Right. But, um, see, the other thing in video that you'll not notice on photos is... Uh, all those LEDs are on a wavelength and they band. Yeah. So you see it on the screen, you get this weird flickering down the screen. Oh, it's not just like banding then? Oh, oh, speak of the Just as I said that, you're like, enough. And, um, Did one go off? Uh, it's your portable light there. Oh, geez. So, uh, ah, Star Wars lights. <laughs> well, you have your shutter speed on your camera. Remember, so you're talking about it has to be double whatever you're shooting so if you're shooting 25 yeah. frames your shutter should be 50 yeah. but sometimes the banding will be so bad that you have to drop your shutter down to like 30 and all that means is that you get this real juddery motion and so hopefully you're not recording anything too fast paced normally it's only for speeches so it's not too bad uh, what's that called staccato look isn't it or something uh, it's uh, crazy like it's yeah. it's awful but those LED lights wreak havoc with video cameras because uh. they're just normally cheap 
lights, you know, whereas if you have video specific LEDs or camera specific LEDs, yeah. they're made a certain wavelength where they're not going to affect the shutter speed. They hear all over time, you know. Sorry, folks, but we're just we're on like I don't want to bore you too much. I right? well, hey, we've you know we've covered a lot here, and it's our first go, and it's so uh, this is very, uh, this is very raw. We've on ours, we've fifty months. Aye, so I think we can nearly wrap it up. I think we could. I don't but so, for anybody out there, I just this as our first. It's raw and not as in raw image, but it's uh, as in uh, it's it's. We'll make notes. We'll, we'll be better prepared next it's time. It's and all here tonight, so. But I think it's well for me. I think I know a lot of photographers might have a laugh and a giggle at this, you know. But um, what we do plan to do is to maybe have some uh, like our guest photographers or guest photographers, or maybe just a guest. We do have one spare seat here at the table. <laughs> <laughs> the hot seat. We do have a hot the seat. Hot seat. <laughs> so uh, we, we, for anybody who's out there, to be fair to see if anybody does want to join us for a bit of crack, give us a shout. Come on. Comment below. Aye, so gas. Yeah, yeah. Are we ready to see what gas stands for? Well, of course. We'll go ahead, Hal. It was your. Jared uh, came up with a name. And did well, you not yeah. have the fancy name for it? What? Ah, well, it was only after you came up with the name with our initials G A uh, and S. Yeah. So we're going to pretend. It, really, really, it's just. Jared, Alan, Simon, Gas, right? That's how crap. <laughs> That's that was the height of our artisticness. But then Alan came up with Gear Acquisition Syndrome. Oh, oh. how fancy does that sound? Eh? Yeah, have we got no 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 fancy effects? Uh, 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 I don't know. Oh, there we go. How sad was that? Yeah. Right, we wrap up. Yeah. yeah.